Listen, it's time to cut the bullshit and get fucking real about everything. Hello, everyone. Um, so today we are here with another guest, one of my friends from aesthetic school who has just taken on the aesthetics industry. I feel like you're absolutely killing it. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> You've slayed my face. We'll, we'll get into that. But um, we have Mina So from the clinic here. So go ahead and say hello. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your business and we'll go from there. All right. So my name is Mina So. I have a practice out in Kirkland, Washington called The Clinic. It is a boutique med spa that I have with my best friend, Abby Bracken. Um, we specialize in cosmetic injectables. We have a handful of menu items on our menu, anywhere from like Botox, filler, um, more clinical grade skin care treatments like your microneedling. Yes. And we brought on some energy based technologies as well which is uh, radiofrequency microneedling. Ooh. The Morpheus A to get it tight. I really <laughs> want to talk about that at some yes, point. Yeah. Yes, yes. And um, we are going to bring on an IPL. Ooh. Ooh. That's exciting. Yes, okay. Yes. Big things coming. Um, well, since you already mentioned it, and it's something that I wanted to talk about more so for everyone to gain knowledge, but for myself, because as me and Mina know, I've dabbled in a little Kybella. Yes. And... Now I'm interested in the Morpheus, you know? So tell us, can you kind of tell us like the difference between like what Kybella is going to achieve and what the Morpheus or how they can work together, you know, or separately, you know, yes. give us the rundown on that. Absolutely. So Kybella, it's um, essentially an acid that we produce in our bile. And um, when you put it under that like fluffy area, that double chin people mm -hmm. love to get rid of, right? That cemental Guilty. area. <laughs> <laughs> So when you inject it there, it breaks down the fat cells and then whatever is um, destroyed is permanently gone, which is good for people who have like smaller pockets of fat, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who has a little bit more girth going on, um, one vial of Kybella is only going to get like an inch of fat. Oh, okay. So then the next best thing would be like liposuction. Mm -hmm. But if you have fat and you also have like skin laxity going on, if you get rid of that fat, your, st your skin is still going to be loose. Yeah. And then it might even look worse, yeah. right? So then here comes Morpheus 8, which actually can target that fat tissue, but also it tightens up the skin. So it contracts your connective tissue and it, you know, encourages collagen elastic as well. But the, be the beauty of it is that it's actually going to tighten your skin and lift everything up. Ooh, I that's know. Magical. I feel like I need that. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I got Kybella, which, okay, that's another thing. Anyone listening, if you want to know about my opinion on things, or Merrick's, we're very open. Like, listen, we both get things done, and we are not ashamed to say it. I've been in Mina's <laughs> no. chair on multiple occasions. I love I, getting shit done. Yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> enhance me, baby, you know? And I I've, feel like the more people talk about it, though, I think more people are going to be more comfortable, actually, like, yeah. getting more education about it or just feeling things out for themselves. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, because it is very common nowadays. Like, I feel like back when... I'll just use this as for reference. Like when Kylie Jenner first got her lip filler, it was a little more like taboo still mm -hmm. back then, you know? Whereas if, if she were to just get it now, like no one would even question it. No one would even care. So it's cool to see how far that that's come. Yeah. But I think that, I think it's really beneficial when people in the beauty industry, even if you're not an injector, you're a hairstylist, a massage therapist, anything like that. It's like, admit to what you've had done if people ask like you don't have to walk around being like oh hey did, did you hear I got Kybella you know right. like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when suddenly your jawline is way more snatched and people are complimenting you like oh wow you look like your jaw is looking really good because I had people say that to me and I was like thanks it's the Kybella you should get it <laughs> I here's my no friend. credit for this yeah it's like I don't there's no reason to be ashamed because mm -hmm. it's it's enhancing something that you want to enhance about yourself, you know. I don't mm -hmm. like when I don't like when people do things to make someone else like them more. Right. You know that that's not the right way. I feel like people should go about it, but that's still your own life. Live your life. But when it's something that bothers you, like you have all the right to go get a little. 
<laughs> you know? Well, and I really appreciate that you're so um, transparent about getting those things done. And you, and you let us post your awesome yeah. picture, too. <laughs> this is like a face transformation of, of me on their page. I love it. I love it, though. Um, I do want to know a little bit more about your story and how you got into the industry, though. Um, so you were a nurse first. Oh, yeah. So I am a nurse. I've been a registered nurse for 14 years now. Um, my background is in acute care. Um I used to work at the hospital for 12 years um, in various different units. Um, and then I just kind of, well, Abby kind of involved me in her dream. Um, she's always known that she wanted to go in estate since she was super young, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I, you know, just as our, as our friendship evolved, mm -hmm. she kind of incorporated me in that idea. Then I started to kind of you know, dabble a little bit more in aesthetics myself. And I mean, I've always loved skincare, yeah. but honestly, when in nursing school, you like learn maybe eight hours of the integumentary system, but like nothing else. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but off, you know, out of work, I was just kind of looking at more um, like Korean skincare, more holistic modalities, mm -hmm. things like that. That was my initial interest. And then I went and got like Botox myself and like learned a little bit more about like different um, treatments and whatnot and then I was like okay well this actually sounds like the next step that would actually um, I'd be more happier doing just because I was working in acute care in the hospital for so long that I kind of wanted to be in that happier environment of medicine yeah it's totally. in the hospital everyone's there at like the worst day of their life right, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> which I mean I love it because I'm naturally like a caregiving person mm -hmm. I'm super empathetic like I really want to make sure like I'm not hurting you. Like I'm going to alleviate as much pain as possible. Yeah. So when I did get into aesthetics and I'm like, Hey, I'm actually going to be giving you pain. You yeah. know, that was also yeah. <laughs> like a learning curve for me. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. Like I'm actually going to be do giving you, you know, injections and it's going to be uncomfortable, but you know what? It's going to be amazing afterwards and it's going to be worth it for you because you're going to feel so much better. Yeah. And they're like willingly understanding that they're going in to give themselves pain. Like yes. they're, it's not a surprise. I'm paying you <laughs> to yeah. hurt me if that's going to make me beautiful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And as women, like we've gone through so many things that actually cause us pain just to make us feel a little bit better. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like waxing and yeah. like chemical peels and like is pain. all the things. So. <laughs> That's kind of like where it led me. And then I guess the past three years, well, we've been in business for two years, um, but I've been transitioned to aesthetics for the past three. So that first year I was really truly focused on getting all the education that we could. Mm -hmm. We traveled all over the United States, learned with all these different injectors, just really invested in our own education because there's really no clear path as a nurse to get into aesthetics. People usually either you go work for a plastic surgeon or like maybe a med spa will, you know, kind of take you under the wing and um, will teach you in the process, but there's no real clear path on how to do it. Yeah, you have so, to create it yourself. Right, a bit. right. Yeah. So as Abby was finishing her doctorate degree in um, nursing practice, I was like, okay, what am I going to, you know, I should do something to help, you know, do, um, get our business going as well. So then that's when I decided to go to the Euro Institute and get my <laughs> Yes, and it was so lovely, right? It, it was. I love it. I actually think I, I actually truly feel like it was pretty lovely. It was so great because I'm such a girl's girl and I loved my time with like mostly everyone, right? There wasn't a single person that I don't think liked Mina. You oh, know? I mean, of course. No, I yeah. really feel like that. I feel like yeah. everyone loved Mina. And you would, you know, I would like know. give me food sometimes. I'd like forget my lunch. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm oh, very. <laughs> Mina's like, here's the, here you go. Like, oh you need God. to eat something. I'm oh. very much like the mama bear of yeah. a lot of groups. And like, yeah. even when I was working at the hospital, I'm always like, I brought you some food. You know, like, <laughs> oh my it's just my, my natural caregiving tendencies. Yeah. So, yeah. which is why you're so good at what you do, I feel like. Because mm -hmm. obviously I've been in your chair multiple of times and we're friends, so I'm not really nervous going to mm -hmm. you. But you still are very calming and soothing. Oh. Even just the way that you talk and the way that you explain everything. I love how you explain everything so detailed. Even, I mean, I understand some of the things, but clearly not to the level that you do because I don't do what you do. Right. But I feel like it'd be easy for you to not fully explain something to someone that's in the industry because, oh, you, well, you kind of get it, you know? But I think it, it's really cool that you still take the time to treat everyone like the same type of client, no matter oh, your knowledge yeah. level, you oh, know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like 
we don't retain a lot of the things yeah. either that we're told. Mm-hmm. So I think multiple times that I can like, per, you know, provide some information and help you be a little bit more empowered of like what's going on too. Mm-hmm. It's going to be beneficial for the whole process. Yeah, right? everyone. Exactly. When I've had a quite a bit of my clients come to you. Oh my God. You have the best client referrals though. Can we talk about that? I love I, your clients. I, a lot of people tell me that and I'm like, Shout out to all my clients real quick for uh, listening to me. <laughs> yes, really you guys appreciate are it, guys. stars, I swear. Darian <laughs> has the most amazing set of clients, like, by far. I'm all, a lot of the time I'm thrown by, like, that that majority of them will listen to exactly what she says. They'll do what yeah, she says. They're, they're great. On time. Like, I'm blown away. I don't know how she did it. I weeded through some fe- a few, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't, you're not always going to hit it off with right. everyone. But yeah. I feel like I just try to, like, communicate, like, okay, right. Like, you're here for a reason, and I'm not telling you things that I don't believe. So, like, believe me or don't, but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help you. Right. And if you can, like, commit to it, it's going to be better for both of us. So, I yes. feel like I've just, I feel like I attract the type of people that I want to be around, you know? Mm-hmm. And it also makes it easier. Like, at this point, I feel like my clients are, a lot of them are pretty similar to me, you know? Yeah. So, it's kind of easy for me to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, you know, and they've been coming to me for a little while, so I feel like they just believe me. Yeah, is, they, you they, know, I want, built that trust Yeah, I built that trust. But... Mm-hmm. What I was going to say, though, is all my clients that have come to you, because I've had quite a few go to Mina. I I know one of my clients has been to Abby. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if any other of them have, but they say just the same about both of you guys. It's mm-hmm. so wonderful how much you communicate and explain and how they feel very comfortable because they've gone to some other places where you go in for a consult and, you know, the person might look at you and be like, well do you also want to do this because you would look better if you did that, you know, Mm, or like point out things that the client's not even bringing to the table because they don't bother them and that's their unique beauty and you shouldn't point that out unless they're bringing it to you or if they're saying like, if you're looking at me, what would you do? That's kind of different, you know, but I just, anyone listening that hasn't been to the clinic, just if (laughs) if if you've had a hard time finding a place you're comfortable going to, like, I feel like you should go there. Oh, I Absolutely. love it. Thank I'm you saying. so much. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, in aesthetics, I think it's really hard because, yes, people are coming in because they want to change something perhaps or mm-hmm. they just want to enhance, yeah. right? So it's a, you have to be very careful on how you're communicating um, what you can do for them. Yeah. You know, you don't want to give them something that it's like you don't want to oversell them on something that they really don't need or don't want. So Totally. But yeah, it, it's it's a fine line that we have to tread. And so Abby and I, we're just like, our whole ethos is just like really individuality mm-hmm. um, focused on that. It's like, I, you know, it doesn't matter like what I think, it's like what you think and what's gonna make you feel better. Mm-hmm. I can give you like my suggestions, yeah. but it's really what your individualized goals are, right? So, yeah. Um, I had a client ask me just the other day, she had told her that we were gonna be doing the podcast and, they wanted to know, um, like the, I mean, I kind of explained it, but they don't know too much. They want to know what's the difference of getting like Botox versus filler, you know, oh, what, yeah. what can they each treat and mm-hmm. what's the longevity of them? What's, I mean, they're like pain level. Like what's, what's mm-hmm. the deal on kind of each Just, of like, the breakdown. Yeah. What's yeah, the little breakdown yeah. for, you know? and for anybody out there listening as well who, yeah. who would have not experienced that yet, but wants to maybe considering it. I get both, and they're amazing. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about Botox, right? Okay. So um, Botox is just kind of a brand name of a neurotoxin, right? The botulinum toxin. There's like four neuromodulators out in the market. Botox was just the first one to um, make it to FDA approved, so it's kind of like Kleenex, right? Yeah. Um, so what it's going to do is it is per, it's blocking the signal from your um, brain to your muscle to contract. Okay. So typically um, people start kind of thinking about getting Botox usually around their like um, brown lines in, their, in between their eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Usually That's where, people... where we started with me. Yeah. So I was like having a protruding muscle. I was like, am I frowning all the time? Really? What's happening? <laughs> right, right. So that's usually kind of the gateway where people are like, oh, what, why do I look so mean or angry when I'm not, <laughs> or, you know, squinting or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what Botox can do is it can help relax that muscle to where you're not able to make that expression, right? 
mm-hmm. and there's variability of like how much um, weakness or smoothness that you want it um, that we can achieve depending on what the individual wants right mm-hmm. we can do softly to where you can still make the expression just not as much of the lines or we can completely knock it off there's a spectrum mm-hmm. um, typically it takes uh, well with Botox it takes five to seven days for it to kick in mm-hmm. typically full two weeks for final results and then it lasts about three to four months depending on your metabolism Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a trajectory of like four eight weeks is kind of the peak of it and then it slowly kind of degrades Mm -hmm. so it's not gonna be like you get treated in two weeks it's like you're smooth and then three months bam it's gone you know it's it's a slow process And then we just tell our clients, you know, just don't fight against that movement. We are teaching your muscles not to make those movements. And so over time, if you keep getting it treated, then ideally you won't be as strong. And that maybe we can go a little bit longer before you get treated again. Oh. Yeah. But typically people do it like four times a year. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, if you keep doing it, then maybe it will only be like three times a year. Oh. Yeah. 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 I've only gotten it a few times, I think, right? Yeah, and for yeah. you, it's more like a preventative type of uh, treatment because mm-hmm. it's not like you have these really heavy indentation yeah. of lines, right? It's just we want to prevent it from happening. Happening, yeah. Yeah, I feel like my muscles were always really strong and like overactive. Like I feel like it kicks off. Mm-hmm. Like once I get Botox done, it, it comes back or like it kind of starts to trail off really quickly. Yeah. Oh. Um. And I always get so many units, and I'm never like, "Give me this many units." They're like, "This is what you need." <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Merrick's older than me. So. Oh my god! Shut up. It's a joke. I mean, it's a real joke, but. But let's also talk about how amazing your skin looks once Thank your Botox, you. like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 that oh two God. weeks, yes. you wake up one day and you're like, who is this? It's like, it's the most minimal change, but mm-hmm. for some reason it is the most, like, I don't, I literally can't even explain it. It's just, it was amazing. Like, yeah, your skin is just so much smoother. And that's when I can notice when I knew my Botox again is when I can start kind of seeing those like fine lines a yeah. little bit and the texture kind of changes and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh no, I need to get smooth again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. And even like a, a slight lifting effect, like your whole face just looks really like youthful and alive yeah. and healthy Refreshed. and like glowy. Just, it's amazing, you guys. If yeah. You, if you haven't gotten Botox yet, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, typically people like to treat like in between your bra- your brows and then also your forehead and then maybe around your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to kind of think um, of your full face because there's other muscles that over time will start getting more wrinkles and start kind of showing more of an aging right Mm -hmm. so if you do like little doses of botox strategically everywhere then it's kind of a more cohesive more balanced look i would say but i mean we would never give you more than what you need or more than what you want so like i said it's an individualized plan yeah yeah Yeah. totally and then with filler oh wait I, guess. I had one more botox question oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my mom is like so natural like she found out like i didn't even want to tell her that i got botox because she's like the mom that's like oh my god why would you do that um and so since then she's like yeah. sending me these articles and like trying to freak me out and honestly it kind of worked a little bit she sent me this article <laughs> that was like um saying um something about like the fact that you're not using the muscles as much, it's sending something to your brain. I don't remember exactly what the article said, but do you have anything to touch on that? Or do you have anything to say about that? That it's sending something... It's to- it's because you're not using the muscles, it's affecting your brain in some way? Like, uh, in a negative way? No, um, the only thing it's doing is it is just blocking the signal, right, from your brain, the, the nerves there mm-hmm. to um, cause that muscle contraction, yeah. right? So it's just weakening that muscle and then training your brain not to make um not to send that signal to that muscle to contract so in that sense i guess but i mean there hasn't really been any studies of any crazy long like neurological no 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 and then so basically once your botox has worn off Mm -hmm. then it's sending those signals again right yeah Yeah. so it's like a temporary yeah yeah Mm -hmm. right yeah i mean i guess if you're getting it four times a year for the rest of your life it probably wouldn't but Oh, yeah. Like, it wouldn't, like, come back because you're not letting – you're continuing to inject that in your yeah. muscle. But, like, yeah. that's what you want to do. But that's what you want. <laughs> as long as it's not, like, actually affecting you. 
in a really scary way. Well, so I always tell my clients, like, who've never done it before, I'm like, okay, you try it. You get three months of not making those facial movements, and your body actually can heal if someone's coming in with actual, like, indentations and wrinkles at rest, right? Mm -hmm. Our body sees that as an actual wound, and it doesn't have an opportunity to heal it because we're always making that movement, right? Mm -hmm. So you get three months of your body to actually kind of go in there and heal itself. And then if you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. Yeah, and it's then, gone. Yeah, and then it's it's gone. Right. All, you know, that connection from that synapse to that muscle, everything is reattached. Everything is realigned. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else blocking it, you know? Yeah. Well, and too, like, now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm actually saying it, there are a lot of people out there that have way weaker muscles. Uh-huh. And I don't think that their brains are processing things any differently. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just as intelligent as they were. They're fine. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> We're nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's something good to talk about. No, because, absolutely. That's why I brought it up. I, I mean, it's it. a medication. It has its risks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with everything that we do, there's always, like, risk and complications that can occur. Yeah. But it's a very specific targeted treatment in a specific mus- muscle group. Yeah. So as long as you're very good, you know, strategic in where you're placing the yeah. product and right. then the clients following all the post care. Cause we just don't want any of that medication to migrate into any other muscle mm-hmm. groups. Cause then you risk for like a brow drop or a lid drop, you know, litosis, all the other yeah. complications that, that can happen. Right. But as long as all of that is good to go, then, you know, yeah. it's a relatively safe. So make sure you're doing your research and going to somebody who is very well educated in what they're doing. Cause it can have very negative complications if you're not going to somebody that yeah yeah is educated knows what they're doing absolutely and how you just said like a brow drooping or something like that once that botox wears off your brow goes back right yes yeah it goes back to placement obviously you don't want that to happen but if it did it's not like a permanent no but did you guys see that tiktok um viral video of the girl with the the litosis no i don't have tiktok Oh, oh, I mean, right. I don't either, but it was, like, all over, like, oh. the aesthetics. Uh, well, just, like, the people yeah. that I follow in my industry. But, yeah, there was this, like, big TikTok um, person, influencer. Um, she got Botox, and then she ended up getting a litosis to where her one of her eyelids drooped. Oh. And so um, she made lots of videos about it. And, oh, and like, scared a lot of people. I mean, she scared people, but then also she was really good at, like, educating people, too, oh, that, you know, which was awesome. And then she had um, just the community of um, nurses and um, doctors and, you know, injectors in mm-hmm. general came in and, like, gave her suggestions on, like, what to do. Yeah. And then um, she was followed up with uh, another injector that actually helped her. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's, like, drops and there's medications and there are things that you can do to kind of help. But, I mean, oh. of course, she kind of had to wait the term wait it out yeah, yeah. Wait it out I mean that's good that she didn't come in and be like this is what happens when you get Botox like a no lot of people do. no I mean and she was so respectful to her injector too because mm-hmm. I mean sometimes it could just happen and you know that's why everyone you know you just want to be fully aware of all the things right when you're coming into a treatment like that and then you definitely should read your consent and then ask all your questions totally. and just feel very comfortable before you're going to do any of this yeah. totally yeah I had a friend who got lip filler and she went to an extremely reputable person around here. I'm not going to say a name or anything. Yeah, sure. There's no point. But, and something went wrong and I can't remember what it was, but it was like, she got like a big like nodule, like it mm. balled up kind of, but it wasn't like this person did their job wrong at all. Yeah. It was just something went wrong. Mm-hmm. And so they had to dissolve it and get everything. Oh, she had like filler from somewhere else. And then they did like a little bit on top, thinking that it would like you know mold. adhere. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it didn't because her just her body didn't allow it to yeah. or whatever. And she was so great too, telling me about it because I mean she looked kind of messed up, you know. Yeah. But she got it dissolved, and she was saying like it's not like it wasn't her fault. Like I knew yeah. the risk going into it and all of that, and I you know it's just nice to hear when things do go wrong mm-hmm. when people don't just attack the injector or something because sometimes it's something within your anatomy right. that made yeah. it go that way that person's trained and they right. know what they're doing but shit happens like you can't have a 100 percent success rate on right. anything right yes. yeah and so you have to be aware that like there's a risk you know that it could go wrong mm-hmm. i had a little right. bit of that the first time i got mm-hmm. filler it wasn't with you i went somewhere else mm-hmm. it was before i think it was before you were injecting yet mm-hmm. and um yeah, it just kind of got, like, balled up, and I didn't really like 
how my lips looked. I felt like mm-hmm. it changed my face, mm-hmm. you know, like I wanted to just enhance. Right. But then you like, I remember talking to you about it and you're like, just let it like dissolve out longer. Cause I was super young, fast yeah. metabolism. Mm-hmm. And then we just went and did a different type of lip filler when I came mm-hmm. to you and everything's been great well, since. So maybe it's the type of filler. I mean, there's so many variables, but Mm -hmm. I think the best thing is that if something does happen, that the injector just isn't, like, unreachable, right? Like, the injector was like, no, I have a plan for you. These are the things that we can do, Mm -hmm. and, like, we can dissolve it. That's why, like, all the fillers that Abby and I carry um, have a reversal agent we have a safety protocol we there's fillers out there that are a little bit more permanent or mm-hmm. there's things that we they just can't there's no medication to really break it down and that makes me super nervous so yeah. the only fillers that we carry are hyaluronic acid um, fillers from different portfolios mm-hmm. but because they have a medication that actually can dissolve it so if someone's like 100 like not happy or whatnot then it's like okay i can do something for you yeah right? it's reversible you're not yes. just stuck with that which is what I think a lot of people get nervous about with filler is like they don't want to look overfilled right you know and then they're like well if it goes that way then it's just it's just there forever but that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily the case yeah no there's Mm -hmm. there's solutions for sure and I think that along with what you were saying with the um the nodule like a lot of it could be you too and in in your like pre-care you know because like that can happen with like swelling right excessive swelling before or afterwards Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so if you're eating salts or you're drinking alcohol or doing things you're not supposed to before you get injected and then you swell a lot Mm -hmm. or it's just your immune system too sometimes our body sees these different substances as foreign and then Mm -hmm. it goes and walls it off because it's protecting yourself you know yeah so even with like hyaluronic acid fillers even though we already naturally have it there is a small percentage of people that still get this kind of um, nodule formation and it can happen like years later too yeah. right oh really yeah oh i didn't know that yeah because oh. everyone <laughs> thinks like filler is gone like you know typically like, like let's say lip filler we're like six to nine months mm-hmm. you know you want to come back to like maintain it or whatnot but i mean even there's some studies that even like years later you still have some of that filler left in when they've done like imaging on mris and things like that yeah. so like six to nine months you just might not physically see your filler as much you know so then you're thinking oh i need to go get it done again but there's still some filler there left you know yeah well that actually reminds me of the last time you did my lips because i thought i was gonna go in and get a full syringe but right. she's like no you only you need like half of yeah. one like you have it like <laughs> built up but to me it was just like oh i haven't gotten my lips filled in like over a year so right. i'm probably gonna need to redo the whole thing and two when you see yourself every day like you don't you I don't know how to say it like you don't notice things as much right. or yeah. so it's like you get used to it yeah and then you don't really yeah realize. so if it's not perfectly plumped I'm thinking like oh my lips look like pretty small or right. like something like that when it's really like oh no that's just like your normal lip now yes. you know what I mean you just need a little bit of plumping to get yes. to that point yeah. yeah and then you always want to make sure you go to someone who is not going to use the whole syringe if they don't have to right yeah there's certain techniques and things that we don't really need to use um all of it or like if you already have a foundation i'm not gonna like make your lips so stretched out and so plump to where you don't need it like yeah it's you just needed a just a little bit of a touch up the little oomph you know you don't ever want to overdo it no can we talk about a botox lip flip Oh, yeah. Because this is something that I have told so many people about because I get a lot of compliments on my lips. Shout out Mm -hmm. to Mina. And I always tell them about you. But a lot of the people that um, have talked to me about it, they're like, oh, really? Like, it's filler? I'm kind of nervous to get filler. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to commit to that. And so I always say, like, I feel like a good step before that is to go get a Botox lip flip. Mm -hmm. Yes. So why don't you explain that? Yeah. So (laughs) Botox lip flips. So our mouth muscle, our orbicularis oris, um, if you put a little bit of Botox like above the the border of your lip on each side, it can help kind of evert the lip a little bit so yeah, it, it like pulls it out yeah. yeah so you only want to like target like the superficial layers of that muscle though because you still want function right yeah. you still want to be using your mm-hmm. mouth so um yeah so we just put a little bit there and if someone has a gummy smile right where when they smile a lot of their gums show and their lips pull up and pull in 
it's a really great treatment for that. Mm. Like I have some clients who literally that's all I'm doing for them is just treating their gummy smile because they are just feeling really insecure when they smile. And so when you do that and it drops them a little bit, they're just so much happier and are just, that's all they want, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love a lip flip. Yeah. But the only thing is that some people think that a lip flip is going to equate lip filler, right? Mm, But it's not. So you're not going to get any volume with it. All you're going to get is just a little bit of a pink show. Yeah, you it's know. like it's like more of your lip shows. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So you can kind of make yourself feel a little bit better about the size of your lips, I guess, because it's kind bit. of like pulling it up. But yeah. Like, yeah. But it's not. But it's not like filling them. Yeah. No. It's not no. technically expanding anything. Mm-hmm. But it is a good jumping point yeah. for someone who is kind of teetering because a lot of people and then will be like, okay, I like the way my lip looked with a little bit more, but yeah, you're right. I actually want a more volume or I want more power or whatnot. So then I think I am ready for lip filler. Yeah. Especially too. I, f- I feel like filler is a good um, step up from that when you like how it looks, but you're feeling unbalanced maybe mm-hmm. still. Like my sister is saying, I told her to go get a lip flip to see how she'd yeah. like that because she's just she had the same thing as me like she has a fuller bottom lip and like a smaller upper lip so she's thinking about wanting to like balance that out but um, yeah. doesn't want to commit to the filler route yet so I was like you should get a little lip flip and then yeah then you'll want the filler <laughs> yeah and it's like a, it's a little stuff. more cost effective too than getting the full on mm-hmm. filler so if you're like scary about the price that would yeah. be an ease in so many different ways Absolutely. And the only thing though, I do have people who get the lip flip and they're like, ooh, I did not like how it made me feel clumsy, like drinking oh. out of like a oh, cup really? or, you know, sipping out of a straw just because you are weakening that muscle that yeah, is actually true. having some function, right? Some people get a little bit of numbness too for a few days mm-hmm. and they're like, ooh, I did not like the way that felt. Yeah. I had numbness for a little bit after the first time I got filler somewhere mm-hmm. else. <laughs> I was like drinking out of a straw and like it was just so embarrassing. I like couldn't even like close my mouth around and Austin was like, What is going on? Oh my with god. You? I'm always so freaked out to use straws anyways when I get my lips done. I'll like put it in the corner of my mouth and it's way easier to drink out of the Oh my god, like it's that. so much better for you the... too. Yeah, well that's my mind that's where yes, my mind went. Like I'm not making that you don't make that pursing yeah. movement and then over time, like when you get older, you're not gonna be making those lines, those vertical lines that people think are smoker lines, but actually They're when you're lines. I mean, and like, you know, making that kissy face. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, everyone out there, let's stick that straw into the side of your mouth. Into the side of your Yeah. Do yes. like Merrick, right? Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. I've never thought about that. Because yeah. it's funny, because sometimes, I mean, I like drinking from straws, but I try to avoid them because, yeah. you know, I mean... Is it really that necessary? No. Right. Save the turtles. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just need a straw, though. Yeah. And, but that's the one thing I don't like about it is because I can, like, feel myself, like, getting smoker lines. And my yes. Nana was a smoker, and she had the worst smoker lines. And I was like, <laughs> I can't have that happen. You can't yeah. be yeah. So. Absolutely. So I get preventative Botox. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, okay, so pain-wise, for the people out there that have not experienced it, I feel like Botox obviously is way less painful than getting your lips oh, done yeah. like a million times. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> Botox Bo- is kind of nice too because it kind of like goes in and feels It'll, like pop through your skin. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are funny. I still We're like weird. use a little like squeeze ball when I'm getting my Botox. Abby always makes fun of me, but I'm like, I don't care. I Give me the buzzer. Give me all the things. I know. All the tools. always like, here's a nice pack, here's a ball, and here's the buzzer to put on your chest. I'm like, okay. You're like, I don't need it. But I'm like, you know, you want it. Because it just helps make things a little bit easier. It does. It takes your mind off of it. Yes, yeah. yes. I but like the buzzer. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like this little massage thing. Oh I don't God, know. I love it. Right. You stick it on, like, a cl- your, like, collarbone. Yeah. And you, it just feels like your whole body is vibrating. Wow. And, and then you're focused on that and not the... Yeah, yeah. It distracts your brain from feeling what I'm doing, which is inflicting pain on you. Mm-hmm. And that you're more focused on this little buzzy thing. But some people could be a little overstimulating. I've had someone say, oh, I'm feeling nauseous from it. So I'm like, okay, let's oh. turn that off. Yeah. But mm-hmm. otherwise, yeah, it, it's a good it's a good tool. But yeah, no, Botox, I feel like it's just kind of like popping a pimple maybe. Yeah, or like, like a, a bee sting if you kind of yeah. think about that. Lip filler, we have so many nerves <laughs> around our mouths. Yeah. Um, that is an area that is a little bit more spicier. 
but there's lots of different ways to alleviate that. Mm -hmm. We use topical numbing at our practice, and also we use lidocaine injections, mm -hmm. depending on like what you want. Um, or we can always start with one, and then if you, you know, hail mary, like, oh no, this is too much, then I can always inject, you know, lidocaine at that yeah. time. So, mm -hmm. I don't like using ice too. It's also yeah. the ice helps a lot. Yeah, yes. the numbing cream works good too. It goes by pretty quick. Like it, it is painful, but like, and I guess in your mind, you're probably like, "This is taking forever because you're in pain the whole time." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> realistically, time wise, it's not that long. It's really quick, and sometimes I have people who come back and they're like, mm, "I don't think I want the injections this time of the lidocaine, just because that seemed more painful than the actual." Oh. Yeah, because that also is it hurts too yeah. getting that, and then you feel more swollen just because you're so much more number and you feel like you're being like super ducky too like coming uh, from the dentist yes type of yes yes, yes. Yeah. so and then you know people don't like that and it lasts a, a couple hours and then you just feel a little weirder yeah where like topical numbing it's like you know a little bit quicker yeah to it goes go away. away so they're saying the the uh botox or the injection with the lidocaine in it yeah oh, okay, yes okay. sometimes it hurts a little bit more but before um, it like sets in mm -hmm. it's a little more just tan. like the poke of the needle yeah and then, oh, like yeah. it burns a little bit too as it's in going into your tissue mm -hmm. and depending on where we're placing it but we have a couple different numbing techniques but it's kind of our secret sauce so we'll keep that yeah keep it secret so are you injecting <laughs> them with a lidocaine separately or is it in the filler Oh, so all the fillers we have does have lidocaine oh, in okay. it, but we are um, injecting lidocaine separately. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel okay. like, too, with, with lips, I mean, I feel like the top of them hurts. Like where yes, your little Cupid, yeah. Cupid's bow. bow. That oh, one baby, is... that hurts. And that's the one I wear. I always start with that because yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's get it, <laughs> get over, it over with. with. <laughs> and you're like the most numb when you start. Well, well, I guess not because of if you're doing lidocaine, but if you're just doing like a topical numbing cream, yes. it's like that's when it's like at its height, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. But I feel like everywhere else in the lip, specifically the bottom lip, does not hurt. Yeah. I don't think the bottom lip hurts, personally. I I have a high pain tolerance, though. I didn't. I was barely phased by the Kybella. Certain I things know. I do, but yeah. certain things I don't. Like tattoos are no big deal for me, but like lips, though, <laughs> I'm not a trooper with that. I mean, I'm not gonna pass out or like have an anxiety attack. I'm really good like handling it, but inside, internally, it's you're going through it. I'm going through it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and I actually had to get some dissolved at one point too. And my God, that was an experience. I hear that hurts more. Yeah, you know that Hylinex, the dissolving agent, it does burn. So we it with like bicarb and also could put lidocaine in it too to help with it mm -hmm. but it is a little That's yeah hard. but during like an emergency situation we're just like gonna put it in yeah you're gonna go for it but yeah. if you're just gonna get your lips dissolved for like whatever reason before you want to inject them again yeah yeah we can yeah. we can cut it with things that help make it a little bit easier yeah yeah but lips are stingy kybella is achy Oh, really? It's like a bone. It's like a bone, bone throbby. Yeah, oh. yeah. So it's like all under your like, chin, you know. And then it's like I started to feel it after like the second row of injections you did. Mm. It was like into the second one. All of a sudden, it was like my jaw was like like a like a deep like toothache, but in your jaw. Yes. You know? Is it like a long needle or like what's no. the situation? No, they're short. Okay. They're Looks and they're small. very tiny. Yeah. It's like we use thirty two cage needles that are just like, I don't know, point six millimeters, point eight millimeters. Very small. tiny. But the prick didn't hurt. No, that you don't, you you don't care about the needle. <laughs> it's the medication. <laughs> yeah. It's the deoxycholic yes. acid. Once it goes into your tissue, it's like well, you yeah, because yeah, I'm sure you're feeling a lot of like the actual like dissolving, so to say, of the fat, right? The breakdown of yeah, the fat like tissue. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ice helps a lot, though. Oh, that's clutch. You yeah, have to have ice. You have to have the ice. <laughs> yeah, but. And I think know. people aren't used to having like our necks manipulated. You know, like no one's like doing that. You know, yeah, like, it's kind of a weird spot. Mm -hmm. You don't so, really work out your neck. You don't no. get sore. I, tr <laughs> I tried working. <laughs> I tried for like two years. I would. I looked up like these like jaw exercises and stuff to tighten under. I'd be at home like. You know, oh, really oh my god, don't do that. Please, because uh, then well, you're, you're going to yeah, straighten I'm like, I won't. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I just did it once. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, because you guys didn't see what she did, but Darian just like really um, engaged her platysma bands, which are like, you know, like, muscles in your <laughs> neck. Yeah, well, I tried working out my neck because I thought it was tightening my <laughs> double chin. Did it work? No. So I got kind no. of Okay, but well, let's talk about that for a second. So a lot of people are like using the gua sha 
yeah. for that kind of stuff. Like, how effective is that in reality? If you do it every day, great. Yeah. <laughs> if okay. you just do it occasionally, I mean, not really. Not it's not gonna it's not gonna, yeah, you long. have to be committed. But yeah, if you do it every day, for sure, it does help sculpt those muscles like all that and drains and like drains yes all that lymphatic drainage Mm -hmm. is so so good and i mean they've been using gua sha practices for hundreds of years you know so for sure it works but you just have to be committed just like that um i got a new face during pandemic right which is like that microcurrent um device oh yeah i've seen do you like it i've thought about getting it for my work i like it but it's one of those things you have to do it every day or it's really not gonna do anything okay but if you like i've done it on people and myself where i've only done like one side of my face and not the other and you literally are lifted Ooh. yeah That would be good with like an so oxygen hard. facial. You'd be like yeah. lifted and glowing. Yes. Oh my god. Ooh, Maybe I'll buy so it. much life. Oh my well the skin wave, you know, the next um, it's like a dermal infusion mm-hmm. or hydrofacial. So the skin wave is a unique because it uh, also incorporates microcurrent. Ooh. So I love it. Ooh. So the hydro exfoliation machine I have has radio frequency on it. <gasps> yeah, nice. Which is really fun, oh my gosh. All my clients are like pretty young though, so they're not really they don't really need a whole really need lot yet. of that. Yeah, I'm like, but, not like listen, once we're 25, <laughs> we'll really start going hard. Oh my gosh, 25. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I'm going to be 25 next year. I Girl. Like, shut the fuck up. You guys are Nobody so cute. Nobody wants to cute. hear from you. You guys are so <laughs> age. Well, I'm just saying, as soon as you hit 25, everything starts to slowly start going downhill. I will say that is a true statement. Yeah. Yes. But also, <laughs> let's talk about when people hit their 30s, right? Oh, yeah. Then you're really fucked. No, I'm just kidding. Then our biology says you don't need to produce your collagen elastin anymore. Yeah. You don't need to, like, get a mate or whatnot. Yeah. So that's why it's really important you're to start done. doing your microdatally. <laughs> you need to do, like, those, like, collagen injection yes. therapies uh, yeah. for sure at that time. That's when, yeah, Morpheus 8 will be good for yeah. you, too. Get microneedling in the Morpheus. You don't need to drink, in my opinion, collagen drinks. Just go get a treatment yeah. that's going... How do we going... feel about the collagen I don't feel peptides. good about them. I don't feel good about them either. Let's Thank say you. that. Thank you. I mean, you. Yeah. we're going to drink an animal product's collagen or whatever, plant-based, whatnot, yeah. and then it's just going to magically show up on our skin. Like, I don't believe that. No. Also, it's like your collagen has to be stimulated in yes. your skin. It's not mm-hmm. just, you can't just drink a tea and like, oh, this went into my system and it's just going to create yeah. collagen. Your collagen's in your skin. It's not like in your gut. Right. You, you know? Collagen is not going to give you collagen. You have yeah. to create it at a cellular That's level. That's how I feel. I mean, we have collagen everywhere, so like maybe it'll help with like joints and things like yeah. that internally, but it's not yeah. magically yeah. just go like that. That's why. Yeah, that's have, what I mean. I'm yeah, just and like it could skin. be a good source of protein, or like you know there there are other things there, but like it's not gonna it's not gonna do what you're drinking it for. Yeah, just get some <laughs> get some treatments. Yes. PRP microneedling. Oh, Don't you do love. That? Yes. Yeah. Love. Oh my God. So I... we draw your blood, we spin out your platelet-rich plasma, and then we can either re-inject it into your face it's so good for like under eyes yes because it's gonna thicken up that skin and then repair like your blood vessels and things like people get those dark circles and whatnot Mm -hmm. it's really hard to treat you Mm -hmm. know it's like genetics right like no amount of them like eye cream is really gonna take it away it can help it like you know plump it up a little bit and like anti-inflammatory and all that but prp there's is great or prf is what we're using now under eyes it's just um it is adding um, a, an additive to make the platelet rich um, fibrin no, plasma in a fibrin uh-huh. matrix. It actually makes it stay in there longer. Oh. So it just doesn't wash out, you know, after like, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes yeah, or yeah. not. Yeah. So I have a question because, I, as we know, I'm pretty pale. So my under, eyes, <laughs> my under eyes, I sometimes like, I don't really have the dark circles, but I have like, I call them like blue circles because it's more like my veins that yeah. you're seeing, you know? So do you think that doing the PRP or PRF microneedling mm-hmm. is better than doing like tear trough filler? Or what would you say Good I should do? Because that I am prepared to do great. that in the next Same. year or so. <laughs> that is a great question. We always love 
starting with strengthening the tissue. Okay. Because if you strengthen the tissue, the longevity of that is going to be so much better than putting filler Mm -hmm. in there, right? Because with filler in the eye area, it's such a delicate place to place it. There's lots of room for error. Kind of makes me nervous. Yes. Yeah. So you never, if we decide to do filler, it will never be to your correction. Mm -hmm. Because if someone like gets puffy, if you have allergies or whatnot, like your filler, it's hyaluronic acid. It retains a thousand times its weight in water, right? Yeah. That's gonna swell up first, okay. you know. And also, if you don't get it in the in the right layer, it can kind of um, it has this Tyndall effect, it where it reflects blue light. Oh. So that also can happen. And you know, over time, when we're moving, it just might your filler migrates too. Mm-hmm. There's no way that, that your filler is never gonna move. It's not gonna just stay in place yeah. just because our our lymphatic system, mm-hmm. our muscle movements, things like that. So even if like your filler looks great now, later it may show up. A little bit odd too. And we kind of move a lot. Like I mean, that area is affected because you raise yes. your cheeks, you frown. That whole eye, yeah. eye area. So we do moves. do tear shop filler, but it just has to be like the right candidate because yeah. if you have fat pads too under that, that's not gonna be ideal for you to put filler because it's just gonna make you look puffier, and that's mm. not attractive yeah. either. You know. What? So definitely PRP is something that I love to do in that area just to help strengthen that tissue up. And then at that time, you might not need as much filler because it's already going to be um, yeah. more thicker in that area. What if someone had really puffy under eyes? It's like it's like a genetic thing, yeah. right? Like they yeah. get it from their parents or yes. whatever. What would you recommend for that? Or would it be more like you literally get it cut out? You know, is that called a bleptoplasty? Yeah, bleptoplasty. Under- okay, mm-hmm. yeah. That is the gold standard. Okay. We refer a lot um, okay. to oculopastic surgeons for that treatment just yeah. because a lot of people have that issue and so if you just put filler in that area it's gonna go wrong it, yeah. it never goes right okay. you know you're never gonna yeah. be a good candidate it's gonna for make that. it bigger essentially it's gonna make it bigger you're not gonna be happy people get scared though because you know surgery is scary yeah but it's like a one and done mm-hmm. and then you're so happy i mean you know it could you might need to get another one like 10 15 years yeah. later depending but I, I mean you're gonna be so much happier before you know within that time and one other thing that it made me just think about when you were talking about how the under eye air is so delicate yeah. and there's a lot of room for error. What's that one machine that you guys, they have this machine that can literally just see into your body. <gasps> the and it avoids, Yes, it avoids, like it shows them underneath your skin where everything is so they can completely avoid any... Oh my God. Yeah, it's so cool. Talk That's about amazing. it. Yeah, so it's a hospital grade uh, vein finder, basically. We got it because we wanted to bring on temple filler, and that freaks me out. Because, oh, yeah, my mom wants that. Yeah, so, you know, there's lots of arteries. Um, so, one of the risks um, whenever you're getting filler anywhere is for a vascular occlusion where an, otter, an artery is blocked and it blocks your blood flow, right? So, around your eyes in your temple area, there are main arteries that are actually like feeding your eyes and your brain and so we wanted to make sure that we had like the most safest um could be could treat it the most safe you know safest mm-hmm. way yeah. so that's why we're like okay we need to get this device right so the AccuVein actually um illuminates your veins and veins next to veins are arteries so i can actually like see where your vessels are and kind of map out and i mean anatomically everyone is so different even mm-hmm. though like you're you're taught a certain way that like you know there's certain millimeters of where things are going to be but when i can actually see it then i'm like oh i can actually know where i'm not going to go right yeah totally and also we it's helpful for people who get like um botox around their eyes for crow's feet um because oh. sometimes that's an area that people can get bruising right because we mm-hmm. just have so many vessels but if i can see where i'm not gonna you know don't want to inject because i don't want to give you a bruise if mm-hmm. i you know i have to i'm gonna use it and then we have um, some people who come in for PRP, and if they're a hard uh, stick for their blood draw, then I actually can use that to help me, oh. you know, look for their veins or whatnot. Because you can feel it, but there's like definitely people who are either dehydrated or or have smaller mm-hmm. veins or whatnot, yeah. where it's just a little bit harder to get their um, their blood draw. So then I, it comes in handy for that too. Yeah, it just makes everything easier. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know, if I can be as safe as possible, I'm going to, like, invest my money on that. Oh, totally. Yeah. And that should make people that are listening or anyone that we talk to feel even more comfortable about picking the clinic because mm-hmm. they have a magical device. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They can yes. be sure where they're going. Absolutely. Um, what's your favorite service to do? Oh, my God. 
I've always kind of wondered that. You know, like, are you a lips girl? Do you like Kybella? Do you like? Mm, tell me. I mean, for sure, filler. Yeah. Just because it's like instant gratification, right? Mm-hmm. With like Botox, you have to wait two weeks to see the results. Yeah. Any of the other treatments, you have a waiting period. Yeah. But with filler, it's like I initially can see the work, mm-hmm. even though you're gonna be a little bit swollen, of course, but. That is the most um, gratifying. And, I mean, area to treat, for sure, lips is, you know, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But I love full face. I love being able to, like, treat someone's cheeks, their chin, their jaw, you know, just, like, harmonize their whole face if they're willing to do it and if it yeah. makes sense for them. But a lot of times, you know, it just makes more sense to kind of break out a plan, which, you know, I love doing that, too, where it's, like, in one visit, okay, we're going to just treat this area and then in six to nine months when you're ready or in a couple months, however it makes sense for you, right? Then here's another area that we can treat just to make everything balanced. Yeah, well, we kind of did that with me, with mm-hmm. my chin. Because I wanted to, I, I, well, I would get my lips done, right? And I would love them. Yeah. But I would, it was, it was more for me like a profile thing. Yes. I didn't like how I looked from the profile. Mm-hmm. Front on satisfied right. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> profile unsatisfied and I thought just you know making my lips bigger would fix that come to find out no Darian it's much more about balancing the whole face so yes. then we did Kybella because I knew I had fatty pads under here that I just wasn't wasn't into and it was completely genetic like I look exactly like my dad's side of the family <laughs> everyone has the round face everyone has a slight double chin and I couldn't let that be me you know, you like, cannot be a part of this group. I knew I was going to be getting married soon. I was like, I've got to get this done before my wedding photos. So we did that. Made a huge difference. But mm-hmm. I was still like, there's something. Like, what is it? And then, you know, it was so nice. And it was just like, <laughs> maybe we should do some chin filler. You know? And I was like, oh. Like, cause I, no one had ever really brought that up to me mm. too much before. And I just don't feel like chin filler super talked about, you know? It's, yeah. it, I feel like that's the only place in the face I really don't hear people talking about. And we just put it, I don't know how much you put, but I don't think it was that much that we did. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was. But typically <laughs> chins, it could be one to two syringes. Oh, depending. for real? Yeah. How much did you put in me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I fine mean, with it. Don't I worry. I feel like we, for, you know, I'm sure we did at least, we did one. Yeah. I will never, I don't inject more than one syringe in a area. Oh, so. okay. Then we probably did one because yeah. we've only done it once. But yeah made a world of difference like now i'm like i probably could have just got chin filler yeah i mean i feel like the kybella helped well no i I mean i should have done it all (laughs) (laughs) but i could have got the chin filler long ago and it probably would have made you feel a little better yeah i think that i'm just saying that's like the the one thing that i feel like was the thing that i needed like the most but i but it was the thing that was the least in my mind Right, right. I think it, chin filler is making a run, though. I think more and people are seeing the effects of it, and especially mm-hmm. because you can't just keep filling your lips and then not address your whole bottom third yeah. of your face, right? Because then you're going to start looking like Marge Simpson. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> let's get fucking real. Yeah. You're gonna look like <laughs> you know, where it's yeah. like you're going to have these big, beautiful, luscious lips, and then your chin is going to be like sitting back, you know? Yeah. And then you're just not going to have that good profile, that good yeah. angle. So it's just to bring that balance, that harmonization to add structure to be able for your face to carry those big, you know, beautiful lips. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, it, you know, I'm satisfied now. God, now I gotta look at my profile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if that's what you need, but it really I just me. got a touch up, my yearly touch up. And so I did a little tweaks in my cheeks a little bit of my chin a little bit of my i don't know if i did my lips this time no and then a little bit of my shadow work too so you know just my little annual tweak yeah do Do you feel like people should i mean well i guess every treatment is like a little bit different with time in between but do you feel like once people have gotten some things done then it's more just like a once a year yeah yeah and you spruce up I think so. Yeah, once we're kind of at your goal and then it's just like a maintenance type of thing, yeah. then yeah, an annual treatment just to kind of see. And honestly, you are you probably won't ever like need a full syringe in any area at that time either. It's just kind of like tweaks here and there. Mm-hmm. So once you start at maintaining it, 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 it'll start to get like a little bit more cost effective, I guess. Yeah, you know, just yeah the, for sure. For, the initial like jumping can be pricey, but like maintaining isn't always going to be the same. Right, which I think is daunting to people because I mean it is expensive, right? It's an investment, 
but once you know you can break it down into how it makes sense for you like every couple months or whatnot but yeah once you get it done and that you are at your balance then yeah maintenance is not that bad cool yeah Yeah. that's how i feel yeah Mm -hmm. well i feel like we should also touch a little bit on the brands that you carry Oh, sure. Like the skincare brands and mm-hmm. like what people can get from you if you know oh, if they yes. want to come be your client or because you carry different things than both me and Merrick. Yes. So I've gotten multiple awesome items from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you yeah. so much. So yeah, we carry a few more clinical grade um, skincare lines that um, Skin Better Science is one of them. Love it. I love, love, love their Alpharet, their retinol glycolic lactic acid together. So nice. Their um, vitamin C serum is amazing. The Alto, love. Pretty much, I love everything about that. <laughs> that, that, that line. eye cream you gave me last time I was there. The oh, retinol eye cream. Oh, the eye max. Yes. I meant to actually text you because I was going to be like, oh, shoot, shoot. I want to, oh, to get the full bottle. I need oh the full gosh. bottle. Yes. That and then also I got from you last time I was there, the Skin Better, the Sun Compact. The Tinted yes. Sun Compact. It's sunscreen but it goes on like makeup like it's like a creamy finish and it's so good for reapplication right because everyone's so good about putting on their sunscreen but after you like wear your makeup and then Mm -hmm. you're going to your day spray sunscreen all over my makeup sometimes it's hard right (laughs) so there's just another um opportunity to actually reapply with this like kind of creamy makeup yeah you know and there's a tinted and like a sheer right Uh uh-huh yeah so it's like if you need a little tan like me (laughs) you get tinted or if you just want to look like dewy and just like it's actually your skin right you know i love that oh my god that's amazing yeah i know (laughs) i know It, it just came out um and it's awesome. Like, we have a lot of clients who are, like, gardeners or they just, mm-hmm. like, you know, golf, you know, all that stuff. Or just, like, more summer activities. They're like, yes, we need something to help reapplication. That's not going to make me greasy. Oh, yeah. It's not going to dry me out or whatnot. So. I wear it as my makeup sometimes. Oh, good. Yeah. And just do, like, a mascara situation, a little lipstick. Yeah. I, you can put liquid blush over it, too. It oh, It actually gosh. blends out nicely. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. The other sunscreen that I love that um, is from Revision, oh, the Intella the, shade. Is that I, the one you I got have too. Yes. <laughs> I have that one too. That one is so so nice. It's so luxurious. It's like a it's the sunscreen with like hydration in it. Yeah. You know. You like squeeze that one out. It's it's yes. more of a creamy liquid. Whereas uh-huh. the other one's like a compact that you would wipe. It has like a little sponge. You know, yeah. You apply it like that. Yeah. Yeah. That Revision one. Yes. So yeah, that's another line that we carry is a revision. Um, they also have amazing products, but the IntelliShade is probably one of my favorites from their line. That's all I use as my base now. I don't wear foundation or anything. I'm just using the IntelliShade and it gives you like a glow. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's SPF what, 45 on I think that? so, yeah. yeah. And that revision's a Korean brand, right? No. Um, What's the, don't you carry a Korean brand? Um, Just the Jelly Mask. I don't. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought that there was one other one. No, not yet, not yet. Maybe we were just talking about it. Yeah, Revision actually, I think, they're formulated in Texas. No, it's either Arizona or Texas. Mm. Yeah. There's so many skin places in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. But the cool thing about that is that they're USA made, and they have their own um, factory, and they actually, they make lots of different lines too. Yeah. But, you know. That's cool. It's one of those, but... Yeah, so we carry both of those, and then um, we also carry Sente. Mm-hmm. Another good one. Yeah, Sente is great for like sensitive skin, redness, um, aging skin. So we have the Suspera that yeah, helps. that's what I was about to talk yes. about. <laughs> yes, so like it helps for um, pigmentation. It like is really helping our melasma patients. Yeah, my mother-in-law she has melasma, and mm. I recommended her to go get Suspera. Is that how you say it? Suspira. Suspira. Yeah. Um, anyways, it had been really stubborn for a long time. We did some chemical peels and things, but you know, it's been there for a long time, so it's not going to get rid of it. But right. We're just doing some peels. It lightened it a little bit and all yeah. that, but since she's done the Suspira, it is like drastically different, drastically oh lightened. Like that, if you have hyperpigmentation or melasma, that is what you need. Yeah, and it's great. You can buy it from Mina. Yes, yes, we carry it Mina now. So. Mina has everything. She's the key to my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so cute. I love you. Um, oh, and then the newest one um, brand that we carry is Elastin. Have oh, you guys yeah. heard about Elastin? I think you talked. You showed me a little bit about it last time we were there, but I don't remember. 
Yeah, so they are more geared to like post treatment skincare. Mm. So um, they have like protocols for like before microneedling or like um, any lasers, things like that. Mm-hmm. We only brought on a couple of their items. Um, they have this restorative complex cream that is amazing i like use that as like my first step after i cleanse but they have this technology to where it like clears out old damaged collagen and elastin and it helps like renew your collagen elastin so it's just so good for like anti-aging benefits yeah Yeah, so um i love that and then they have um their skin nectar is kind of a cult um they have a cult following for that but we um it's more of like pre-treatment okay it kind of feels like a primer texture. Huh. Yeah, it's like an interesting formulation. Huh. Um, so ideally, you can use both of those together. And then once your skin heals, and you would just use the restorative complex. But I'm just using the restorative. Yeah, you're just using it to <laughs> use it. Yeah, I'm just using that one. And then, but no, I love, love their moisturizer. That's the one I'm using right now, the oh. Ultra Nourishing Moisturizer. And it's like a good price point. It's only like $70. What do you love about it? It's just hydrating yeah. and creamy just and just, amazing. it feels so good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm for daytime, I'm using that. And then my nighttime is my Sente Dermal Repair Cream. It's just more reparative, a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. So people out there, you can mix brands. Oh my know? gosh, yes. I feel like a lot of people think like, oh, like, okay, if I'm using Sente, I have to stick in Sente. If I'm using SkinScript, it all has to be SkinScript or cosmetics. No. Like mm-hmm. if you're getting stuff from Merrick. Like you can totally mix things in. So many products still work well together, even if they're not from the same brand. Yeah, you, know, you just have, to, and you just have to make sure they're not contradicting one another. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say, but most don't really. I no. feel like you know, there's, there's, I feel like it's simpler than what it's let on to be. You yes. know, skincare. Like I think a lot of people think, oh, well, I can't use this ingredient with this ingredient. It's like, yeah, you can. They're doing two separate things. Mm-hmm. Like they're not gonna interfere with each other. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But. And I think lines market it a certain way because they just want you to totally be solely mm-hmm. using totally. their products. But yeah, for sure, you can mix, mix them. Yeah. And sometimes it's better to mix because there's certain things from d- different you know lines that are good for or like really good for certain skin types, and mm-hmm. some that are like okay, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, totally. It's so it depends on you. Yeah. yeah. And then you also carry the jelly masks that everybody loves. Yes. So you guys can get those there. We do. We love, love, love those. Those are just like fun and yeah. like hydrating yeah. and just, you know, easy to use. That's and what I say about them. Like they're not going to change your life, no. you know, but it is a fun, super hydrating yes. nice mask. You can apply serums underneath to yes. help penetrate them and all of those. They're good, you know. I mean, I feel like that's kind of how it is with most masks. Yeah. It's not going to be life changing, yeah. but it is going to give you some good dose of hydration. And, totally. Yes, absolutely. And they're pretty. And they're they're pretty, so pretty. They smell they good. Smell good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's a good price point too. Yeah, I do too. Especially because it comes with all the mixing supplies, yes. like the bowl, the scoop, mm-hmm. the spatula, and you can the scoop and the spatula are reusable. Yeah, yeah. it's just a little compostable box thing. That's not. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And, and then, then Mizzy, we carry yes. Mizzy. Mizzy. Yeah. Big Mizzy fan. Mizzy Cosmetics, the lip care. Oh, yeah. They're so great. We have mostly all of our clients after they get lip filler, but that's what we're putting on mm-hmm. them. And usually they will buy that just because it's just so nourishing and it, you know, it's giving your skin all the like nutrients and things that it needs. And especially when you're getting filler, it's hyaluronic acid. It's going to pull moisture. Mm-hmm. You need to put something on your filler oh, so yeah. that it's not pulling from within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they don't feel like, because right after, at least for me, when I get injected, I just feel like before something's put on it might feel like a little tight or just like a little like oh you know yes. like big but it's just yes. because it's just been expanded yes. <laughs> your skin has to stretch you know it has stretched it so. has been filled <laughs> yeah and you guys just made your own flavor of the mizzy cosmetics yes. oh blackberry gosh. vanilla and sandalwood she brought it for us she today. brought us one um, and it's a beautiful color how would you describe this color like it's like a berry. It has a little bit of a shimmer. Um, it's but like a light maroony berry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a plummy color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It smells amazing. It smells it feels so good. good. Put it on our lips before starting. Do you guys still like it? You can yeah. be honest. I'm like, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm like eating Let's it get off my real. Like, no. <laughs> Let's get fucking real. Let's I want to eat it. It yeah. smells so good. <laughs> I'm sitting in the corner sniffing this and it has like a really good texture. Like it's almost like a balm gloss mixture, but it's not too sticky. It's not, it's yes. like super hydrating feeling. Like it's just a really, really great combination of things. That's what oh, I love about yeah. that whole brand is like, I yes. mean, some, some of the flavors are a little stickier than others. Yes. I'll say like Honey Kiss. I love Honey Kiss, but it's a little sticky. This mm-hmm. yours is like the 
right amount of stick. Yeah. I feel like oh. I could put this on and like kiss Austin and he wouldn't be like gross you know like that's kind of nice you know yeah no we're super excited um yeah it was it was just a a little labor of love but we're so happy that we can make something cute and fun yeah well I think we've covered everything we're here to cover do you have anything else that you have on your mind or should we no I mean this was really exciting this was like my first time ever doing something like this I'm (laughs) really thankful that you guys brought me on of course yes no absolutely I wanted you to come on I was like we need to have Mina come on there are so many people that just want to know all the things about injections and Botox I know it's not like you could talk about it forever yeah oh yeah I mean I feel like there's so many things that we haven't touched on but I mean that's okay it can be like a round two or whatever yeah we'll have have you and Abby come oh my god that would be so so fun that would be awesome she is working all day today so she couldn't come oh that's okay yeah we'll fit her in we'll fit her in we're like she'll fit us in (laughs) (laughs) that's true she's the one working today Well, okay, so let's all drop our social medias. Um, I am evolve.skinxbrows, and then obviously, let's get fucking real. And then my personal is daring.joiner. So if you guys ever have topics or questions you want to hear us talk about, always feel free to send them into any of those platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send it over to you, Mina. Drop your socials, whatever you want them to know. Okay, so I am at um, the clinic dot med spa on ig and on facebook um consultations are always complimentary so if you guys ever want to come in and chat with abby or i we are um, excited to meet you you can always slide into our dms as well we are very approachable so um yeah do they, do they book with you online would you prefer a dm situation um, so we have a, um, a website and we have an online booking portal as well. But I mean, honestly, either way is fine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Lucid Aesthetics is my business. My personal is Merrick with seven Ks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Darian and I dropped Ari Let's Get Fucking Real Instagram. Um, yeah, that's everything. Um, if you guys can leave us a review as well. Yeah, right. I like to push that. It's very, very important. Any other things you want to know about this topic? Because we probably will have them on another yep. time. Feel free to drop any questions or anything that you want to hear later on on any of those platforms, including the review portion. That's fine. You can throw it in there as well. Just yeah. throw it in somewhere. We'll throw see it, in it no somewhere. matter where it is. You shoot us an email even. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is a wrap for today. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for coming on me now. Oh, my gosh. So Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right, guys. Bye.